Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. My name is Mitch. I am your host and we have one of our fantastic members, Carolyn, with us. She is from our Adamstown location. So thanks a million for coming on today, Carolyn. Thanks. Thanks, Mitch. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. This is uh, a monumental day for Carolyn too, actually, and this was not planned at all, but do you want to tell everyone what today was and what you guys celebrated? Yeah. Well, today we celebrated. So I go to the 6.45 class in the morning and um, we celebrated 100 visits, actually. How good. Me. Yeah, which was awesome. I clicked over a couple of days ago. But um, the ladies have gotten into a habit of wearing a different colour whenever there's a major milestone, like 100, 200, 300 visits or less or 50 visits. So uh it's just a nice thing to do. So we're working through the colours of the rainbow at the moment. And uh, today was orange, which was great. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to run out of colours. You might need to get some out of the ordinary ones like aqua. and That's it. Cerulean and a couple yeah. of other weird colours I think we'll have to throw in. Yes. Is orange your favourite colour or did you just run out of all the other ones? Oh, no. To be honest, I wear a lot of black. So when this happened, <laughs> everybody was, I was like, I've got black in my wardrobe and that's about it. So I'm having to go out and buy the colours, which is great. I love that. Um, I think orange was just because we, we'd gone through the colours of the rainbow. It's like red. Kim was red on Monday. Then it's orange. Brenda will be yellow on Monday, next Monday. So we're sort of going through the spectrum, so to speak. But it's it's really nice because it's like lots of milestones happening at the moment and they're yeah. lovely ladies, so it's good. Uh, it's cool. And, yeah, black doesn't really have the same celebratory effect as orange, I don't think. Not quite. People wouldn't really notice, I think, if uh. we all took the <laughs> rain, yeah. it wouldn't make an that, impact. That's one of the few things I remember from science in high school is Roy G. Biv. You know that? So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. That's all the colours. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. You're learning. Roy G. I, am I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't yeah. know that one. So I'll commit that one to memory. That maybe it, maybe it's been replaced by something new because I have said that to other people and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But Yeah, no, I, I've heard some YK and stuff, but that's different. That's a whole different thing, yeah. Don't want to get too sciencey because that's all I know. So you can't ask me much else. Um, no, but no, thanks again for coming on. Just want to talk a little bit about your time with us since you started at the beginning of the year, but also what you had done previously. You, you've moved up from, from Sydney to Newcastle. So obviously a little bit of a lifestyle change for you. So might might start there. What, um, what brought you to, to Newcastle from uh, the beach? Yeah, well, I was actually, so I did live in Sydney for about 20 years, so most of my adult life, but I actually moved up from Melbourne. Um, I was in Melbourne before Newcastle. Oh, true. Sorry. So it was, that's okay. So it was pretty career focused. Most of the time was working in communications, corporate affairs type jobs. Um, was down in Melbourne for about six or seven years working for a wine company, of all things, a, a large wine company running their team of comms people. 
Uh, and I've got family up here. So my mum used to live up here. She's passed away. But I've got two brothers who live up here. And I've always come up here for holidays and stuff and thought I'd like to slow down at some point. Um, and then toward the end of, like, we obviously had a really weird couple of years with COVID. So I was stuck in Melbourne for those lovely lockdowns. And uh, I think that just expedited the decision to... <laughs> to move north and uh, get some sunshine and just slow down. And because I run my own business now, it's it's easy. it was easy for me to, it was a good time to transition and move without having to disrupt work too much. So, cool. Yeah. I, um, this could be wrong, but I did hear that Melbourne was, has had more lockdown time than any other city in the world. You'd be right. Wow. Absolutely. Isn't it's not amazing? a nice, it's not a nice title to own, to be honest, but, uh, yeah, I think we were the most locked down city in the world at one point, which was uh, kind of embarrassing. And uh, it really did stretch on. It was a bit miserable toward mm. the end, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, when you were in Melbourne, were you doing any fitness stuff? Were you doing like gym work or your own? I mean, obviously, when you're locked down, it wouldn't have been gym stuff, but talk a little bit about what you've done previously exercise wise. Yeah, sure. So I've, I've on and off, I've been a member of a gym on and off you know, as an adult. Um, in Melbourne, I would do a little bit of running. So I was doing a little bit of jogging. And when I say running, more of a shuffle than a, a run, but, you know, trying to punch out five or six Ks. Um, I, I lived near the river, so that was a nice track to go on or would run around the botanical gardens. Um, and there was a period when I was a member of a gym um, and I was doing circuit style training, I suppose, similar to breakthrough. And I did that for a short period and I enjoyed that as well. Um, but I've also been a member of the bigger gyms like Fitness First where you just go in and sort of join the classes and do that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of familiar with, with uh, you know, different gym setups, but I will say I've been in and out of doing it. You know, I sort of lost motivation there for a long time and wasn't, wasn't motivated to go really much at all. So it was a bit of a waste, to be honest. I wasn't really using it for a very long time. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that, that's, that's the challenge a lot of people face and, it's that consistency aspect of it. And, you know, if you are doing things here and there, I mean, you know, it's good to, you know, make you feel good and you have moments of motivation and then moments when you're not, but it's sort of that yo-yo effect of, you know, I'm doing it for a while and then I stop and then I do it for a while and then I stop. And, and you know, we sound like broken records a little bit because we really harp on that consistency because we know that when you are doing it continuously over a period of time, that's when you really do, you know, reap the rewards of, of doing it, getting up early and exerting yourself and putting in your time, money and energy to, to do it all. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that, um, you know, you came from Melbourne because obviously that was a very different dynamic the last few years. So when you moved up to Newcastle, you know, you, you probably did a little bit of searching, but, but how, how did you come across us? Well, I, I live like, I can almost see <laughs> your gym from here I was walking <laughs> like I literally live 30 seconds away so that's a big bonus but um I was walking up and down the road actually and I walked past and saw everybody exercising one day and I went oh that looks interesting what's everyone doing throwing kettlebells around and stuff and then we it was just weird because at the same time I think I got a Facebook ad oh. a sponsor oh. I must be looking at fitness so I got an ad for breakthrough and I kind of went oh that's the gym just there <laughs> <laughs> so, here I am I check it out click clicked the inquiry button and then lo and behold I think you called a day or two later so 
cool. that's kind of how it all happened. Yeah. yeah. You didn't see like a bunch of women running up and down the street in the, in the orange tops. <laughs> no, I don't think they're all in, they weren't all in the same colour that day. I think. <laughs> it's just random. Mustn't have been a milestone day. But. Yeah, it's just a random group of people. But um, but I will say I, I can be a bit sceptical, to be honest. Like I'm a little bit suspicious of new things, if I'm honest, to start yeah. with. So when I first spoke to you, I was like, I'll give this a go, but we'll just see how it goes. Like I was, you know, not not jumping in, if I'm honest, full full-heartedly at yeah. the beginning. But it's just grown since then, yeah, definitely. That's where, you know, and we we like people to be able to come and, and check it out for a few weeks. We do a bit of an intro program like we did with you. I think it's sort of somewhere between four to six weeks normally because we want people to come in and, and see if it's something that they enjoy, see if it's something that works, you know, into their life and schedule and, and everything like that. And, yeah, and then, and then obviously if they do like it, they they stick around and, you know, you're still here seven months on. So what what did you like about it? Well, gosh. Uh, well, first of all, I liked the fact that it was it was a fairly relaxed environment when you walked in. So it didn't, you know, how it can feel a bit intimidating sometimes if you go into a gym and everyone knows what they're doing, and all of a sudden you're just trying to keep up with a class, or or you're wandering around the, you know, the weights room <laughs> trying yeah. to work out equipment. But it was very welcoming. I think you guys were really attentive with new members off the bat. So I remember my first day, I was there with a couple of other new people and you were there with another instructor, might have been Brody, and um, you were just next to us the whole time, So which was great. So it was like you're taking us through the exercises. And so we didn't feel intimidated at all. So that was my first impression, going, okay, well, they're paying attention to new members, which is great, <clears throat> and showing us the techniques. Um, and then from there, you know, I love the fact that the classes are all different, like they all, uh, you, you don't, you, no two classes really exactly the same, you, you mix everything up. Um, and then, and then as time kind of passed, like the first week I was a bit like every muscle in my body is aching. I, I hate this. Because <laughs> 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 it was really been a long time since I'd exercised like that. Um, but then you get into a rhythm and the next thing I noticed was like the members as well as the instructors. Like it, I sound like, it sounds a bit, you know, a bit, a bit cheesy, but the members are as committed as the, the, the instructors and the owners because they're all encouraged. You know, you just get a little tap on the shoulder from somebody. I think Natalie or somebody just went, you're doing so well. And it's just those little comments that sort of give you a little bit more motivation to keep coming and just the friendliness of everybody. It's genuine. It's not forced. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Really, that's really cool to, to hear because as much as I'd love to take credit for all of that, I, I really can't. Like it's just the culture that has been developed over yeah. the years and and you know I think when our members see newer people coming in and you know whether it is their first time or their first week or their first month I think they know what it was like when they started you yeah. know whether it was a few months ago or a year or two years ago so they're always very supportive and and know that it is a big step for people and and like you mentioned you know people when they start out they're a bit unsure for you know different reasons you're not you're not entirely sure what to expect and if you're going to like it and if you know it's going to be what you want to do but yeah. when you kind of get beyond that period and you get beyond that first week of soreness which is you know pretty hard to hard to avoid and then yeah. you start to obviously you get into a bit of a routine there and the members are you know something that that we take a lot of 
what a pride when we hear others say how how helpful they've been and and you know almost like they're another set of eyes that help out with certain exercise or oh, there's you know that's where those dumbbells are or you go get your mat from here and this is how you do this yeah. a little bit yeah. and, it, and it, again it does sound a bit cheesy or cliche but it just does become a big community and has a family-like feel and um i wanted to talk a little bit about the the group of friends that you've made because that's you know that's very the friendships have definitely flourished and had our trivia night recently and you guys were all on the same table and and everything so talk a little bit about how that how that's manifested yeah so like you know i honestly i i wasn't joining the gym to expect to genuinely be so social if i'm honest like i've been to gyms where everyone's friendly and nice but you know you're polite to people you go and do your thing and then you leave and it's not really so bonding yeah. whereas it's just like it's just a natural thing that's kind of evolved there's a group who tend to go regularly on a 6 45 slot every morning there's <clears throat> a bunch of let's katie edwina michelle jody brenda and lisa i'm going to miss a few people but yeah it's a big there's a big group there's a big group and anyway um we just i don't know i mean there's a couple of really strong social connectors in that group and so We've just like there's a little like we just there's a little Facebook messenger chat where we just sort of you know talk about gym classes and stuff like that and um, we've been out a couple of times for you know a drink or for dinner and then the trivia night happened and so it's just a really lovely I think we're all quite different in our own ways but there's just a nice connecting bond there with the gym and everyone's like I said everyone's super positive and friendly and it's just a nice it's a really lovely inclusive vibe. And so, yes, we've, we've been out for dinner a couple of times and sort of try to arrange something every six to eight week, weeks, which is, you know, which is really lovely. Yeah. yeah. And, and there, you're right. I don't think there are too many. I mean, there are there are people that do, but not too many people who join um, a gym like ours because they want to make new friends. Like that's not their primary reason why they do it. Um, no. That's not something that we say. You know, we don't say, hey, you're going to make all these great friends when you come in because sometimes people don't but it's right. uh, it, it typically is a bit of a carryover effect especially if you are spending you know a lot of time with people you know three or four mornings a week and you know you get to know each other you know a lot better but it's it's just another layer of support and accountability with the whole exercise and consistency side of things because when you've got a group who you, you're you know conversing with outside of the, the gym times and planning you, you next when you're coming in next and you're planning you know events where you're going out for dinner and you know we do a bunch of social events and things so yes. we just find that that whole that whole dynamic is just really helpful for for people who are wanting you know wanting to keep consistent with their training they're, they're more likely to do it when they have other friends and other people who are doing it too and yeah. it people surprise themselves because like like you just said you don't do it for that reason but then you look six months later you're like oh like I've got all these really good friends now and Jamie and I you know quite often we'll talk about there's there's not too many other you know ways that you can have people who become friendly different ages different backgrounds different jobs you know everything's different about people but the one commonality that they do have is that they you know they work out together and I think you form a little bit of a bond when you're go through workouts together and some workouts harder than the others like 
the last couple of days. And, uh, and, I, and I think just having that, that common bond of, you know, we just do that together. And then that is just a way to, to sort of have that friendship flourish from there. But yeah, it's really cool for us to see all these people from all different walks of life that, that become, you know, become friendly with one another. And there's not too many other, other ways in life. I think that that, that can really happen. So I think that's, uh, that's yeah. Really cool. So yeah. just, just before we finish up, I know you're, like you said, you're running your own business and you're, and you're busy with that. How do you manage both? Because I'm a business owner too. I know there's a lot always happening. So talk a little bit about your work-life balance and, and how exercise fits in. Yeah, sure. Um, I feel quite lucky because I can be quite flexible. I think when you're your own boss, so to speak, you do you can build in a bit of flexibility. Um, I juggle stuff. So I might work late some nights or, you know, just <clears throat> balance my work around exercise. I mean, it's a real benefit for me to be so close to the gym yeah. because I know exactly how long it takes me 30 seconds to get there and 30 seconds to get back. So I can be back at my desk working by 8 o'clock, which I often am for a 6.45 class and finishing at 7.30. So I'm quite lucky in that respect. Um, I have found it's become a real part of my day-to-day -day routine. You talk about consistency and it's now like I tend to, if, if I don't have something on or something in the road or a con conflict, I try to go five days a week, which I really love. It just sets the day up. Um, I will say my work-life balance is much better these days than it used to be because I used to be in those corporate jobs and, I mentioned the gym in Melbourne and the only time I found, which sounds ridiculous when I think back to it, but it's funny the things that you do, <laughs> but um, the times I could go, which were when I knew I wasn't going to be bothered by anyone was like a 5.15 a.m. class. And I did that for a while. I don't know how I did it. I only laughed about I think that's why it didn't last consistency. Like I'd have to get up at a quarter to five. And yeah. I know you guys run those early classes and credit to you, but um, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot. And it, it, you know, for some people, it is the only, only time of the day and, and some people really make it work, but it, it is, it is a challenge, like no doubt. Yeah. So I feel lucky at the moment I can fit it in because I can be so flex. I can work when I want to. So I can work on the weekends to make up and no one's really paying attention to me arriving at work or finishing. So that's good. As long as I get the work done for clients, that's the most important thing. So I'm really taking advantage of that. I think that's the other thing that's worked for me as well, lifestyle. I've got the space right now to focus on the gym and um, yeah. I'm in so much, yeah. Well, it, sound, it sounds like you've been, you know, working the corporate world for the last 20 years or, or so and yeah. Sydney and Melbourne and they typically people who live in those cities and, and work that type of work it's not a great a great balance but you know that was sounds like it was part of why you wanted to move to Newcastle too so you did have a bit more time to do some of the things that you want to do and obviously running your own business definitely makes that a lot easier and and living 30 seconds up the road also is a cherry on top but Definitely. no I, I think from uh from a professional standpoint when when we sort of talk about work-life balance with people they they need to come to that realization themselves like I can tell people till they're blue in the face that they should work less and and take care of themselves a little more but it's mm. it's just ingrained in some people like it, it's just really it's all they know like especially when people get to their 40s and 50s They've been doing it for 25, 30, 35 years. 
they don't know what it's like to to give themselves a bit of time to do some self-care, whether it is working out or going for a walk or, you know, remedial massage or, or whatever that looks for people because it yeah. just is something that's a part of them. But in your instance and, and for most people who do make change, it's because they've realised that they they want something different and, you know, that corporate life, which we don't really have a whole lot of here in Newcastle. Like there are some people who obviously, you know, do work those type of jobs in the city, but very mm. different to, to Sydney or Melbourne or the bigger cities. Mm. How, you, you, you see yourself being here for a while? You, you like Newcastle? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm settled here, like I bought a place and I'm quite comfortable. Like I said, I've got family roots here and some friends here as well. And it's, you know, it's a really nice chilled city. Um, it's kind of big enough to have what you need, but still, and beautiful beaches and stuff to do but small enough for it to not to feel like you're on a, you know, you're in the rat race, you know, and you're on that hamster wheel just every day trying to yeah. battle. Well, so. yeah, when I talk to people about it, uh, I mean, I really, I feel like it's got just about everything Sydney has to offer apart from an international airport and then some of like the entertainment and things like, I think we still get some up here. Yeah, um, totally. Like Elton John's playing here, which is pretty cool. But yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like whenever I go to, to Sydney, I was down there a few weekends ago um, just to, we went on a cruise and we sort of you know got to Sydney, Sydney and then left from there. But whenever I go there, I always think like, it's just amazing how busy it is and everyone's in a hurry and getting around. You know, you don't get any car to go anywhere. Like everything's walking or public transport or bikes or Ubers, you know, there's, it's, right. it's just a very, very different world. Like it may as well be a different country, in my opinion, when you, yeah. when you look at the difference. Yeah. And look, it's amazing because you're right. Newcastle's got all the great things to offer. And I think a lot of people aren't aware of how great the city is yet. I, I think it might start to people, more and more people might start to come here and it started to happen already. Uh, but the nice thing is if you do want a taste of that, like if you do want, a, you know, it, taste of the big city or whatever it's only a couple of hours away it's like you know yeah. it's not you jump on a train or drive and yeah it's it's nothing really yeah so yeah and I think I think that's the beauty of it it's you know two hours on the train or hour and a half in the car and you're back there if you are there for a weekend or something but no I'm I'm a huge advocate for Newcastle I feel like yeah. I'm a salesman for it I'm like this place is great. <laughs> but because I, I grew up on the central coast which is uh, obviously not a big city but that's like really, really laid back. And I like that Newcastle has like a bit more happening mm -hmm. and it, you don't have to draw. I don't know if you've spent much time on the coast, but it's like everything's very spaced apart. Like it's, you know, 40 minutes to get from where I lived into, into Terrigal or Gosford. So, you know, Newcastle's mm -hmm. still quite close. You can get from, you know, where you are at Adamstown to the beach in 10 minutes and you can get yes. outside of Newcastle in 10 minutes. Like it's, it's very accessible. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I love the beaches and I love the city centre, even though it's not a centre, but it's it's really starting to come on. They're doing a lot of development down there, which is yeah. awesome. So. Yeah. No, very good. Well, well, thanks again for coming on, Carolyn. It was cool to uh, to share your story and to even for me to learn a little more about you. But can uh, congratulations on your 100 visits. That just happened to, to tie in with today, which was cool. But no, it's been, it's been great having you in the first uh, sort of six or seven months and looking forward to having you with us moving forward. Awesome. Thank you so much. Carolyn. See ya. See ya.
Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.